0: Canucks Central Monday. You've been waiting for that beat drop for a couple of months now, hey? We went the whole summer without the emergency pod,
1: Sad. Unbelievable that we didn't do that. Well, kind of told you so. <laughs> <laughs> I remember we joked about this? I'm like, I don't think we're going to do a emergency show. Yes. If it happens, it'll be this, but most likely not. It was going to be a boring offseason. Yeah. And it was. Boring is good, though, in these parts.
0: I believe even in our last show, Sat, uh, maybe not full out called it out, but definitely mentioned Pew Suter as somebody to keep an eye on through the summer. And that was uh, maybe the biggest bit of news that happened after we went off the air in early July. It's good to be back. Dan Richo, Satyar Shah, Josh Elliott Wolf, and producing the show as well as Vic today. It's day one of Canuck Central getting ready for the 2023-24
1: Canucks season hyped excited to be back and just as we return we got some nice news today as well with Quinn Hughes being named captain he's going to join us in a few minutes so uh, we have some real news to talk about on the first day of Canuck Central returning
0: uh, an exclusive uh, with Quinn Hughes as he will uh, join us here in a few moments spoke to media earlier today as they announced the Canucks defenseman as the 15th captain in franchise history and not something that was a complete surprise Uh, we heard it a little bit louder last week when elliot friedman mentioned it first on 32 thoughts rick dollywall and others echoed those sentiments and we talked about it at the end of last year it was trending as quinn hughes being the favorite to be the next captain Of the Vancouver Canucks after Bo Horvat was traded. And here we are today, Quinn Hughes being named the captain.
1: Yeah. And, you know, when we go back to last year, too, we were talking at the end of the year about. You know, how the leadership group was forming, the new leadership group was kind of forming. One of the things we we discussed, especially once the season was ending, was how Quinn Hughes had really stepped into that vacuum, which was created when Bull Horvat was traded. And some other veterans left the team, Luke Shen being the other one who got traded away as well. And there was a real void that needed to be filled. And a guy that we kept hearing behind the scenes who was really doing his best and utmost to fill that void was Quinn Hughes and I think we also saw it very front and center during the last home game when he stepped up to the mic and especially when we heard after the game that there was no plan for anybody to do it but he's the one who jumped up and said hey I will do this he grabbed the microphone and he addressed the fans and he promised better things in the future it really seemed like Quinn was chomping at the bit Mm -hmm. to grab the opportunity here to be the next uh, captain of this club and if if you asked us at the end of the year who was going to be the captain, I think both of us would have said Quinn Hughes is likely going to be the guy. It all kind of comes down to, is Elias Patterson truly suited to be captain? Does he truly want to be captain? Because right now it seems like Quinn Hughes is the guy who's putting himself forward. Well, even after Bo was traded and you know Patterson and Hughes were, were fielding those types of
0: questions, Patterson was, you know, he would say the, it would be an honor, but also gave a very lukewarm vibe to the idea of being captain of the Vancouver Canucks. Quinn Hughes sort of stepped into the role a little bit more with some different moments. And even before Bo left, you know, the the Tanner Pearson moment is something that a lot of people have brought up today, uh, what happened last year. And then of course, at the end of the year, when he took the mic at the last home game at Rogers arena, you know, he's one of the best defensemen in the league one of the things that has constantly been talked about with Quinn is, well, he doesn't defend all that well, which I don't know how much you're really watching. If you think Quinn Hughes is terrible defensively, he's made some real gains in that area of the ice. He's gotten a lot better in all areas of the ice. And to me, that's been a sign of his maturity as a player. And, Taking the next step as a leader just seems like a natural progression, right? He's matured to know that, hey, i got to be more than an offensive defenseman. I have to be able to be out there against the top guys if I'm going to be a top guy. All of these things that Quinn Hughes has done as a player, this is sort of a next evolution of his career to become a big-time leader. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. And the other thing I like about, you know, Quinn being named captain, and I know that people talked about uh, JT, perhaps, how people wanted him to be captain. And not to say that he's old, but he has turned, you know, turning 30 and all that. I think the biggest thing is when you have somebody who is Quinn's age, I think he's the perfect age range to be able to bring together the next generation as well with the older generations. And I think having somebody who... Can connect with the new guys coming in who are 19, 20, 21, and also be able to connect with the guys that are a few years older, but being one of the best players in the league at his position as well. I think it creates a really good foundation to be able to bring a locker room together. It's um, It's been nice
0: to see how this whole offseason has sort of played out. For the Vancouver Canucks, there was a uh, need of... Just a normal offseason, yeah. I guess. Um, the team you know, made some quiet moves. They made some quiet upgrades on the defensive side of the puck. Those types of things. And now, uh, you know, they announced this a week ahead of training camp or a little bit more than a week ahead of training camp. It just seems like things are lining up a little bit better this year to set this team up for success compared to whatever it was that happened last year.
1: Well, a- absolutely. And I think that's one of the reasons why they wanted to get this out of the way. Yeah. and not wait until the regular season begins and kind of have the uncertainty about who's going to be named captain. We know it's going to be Quinn, but we're going to keep it quiet. Just get rid of all that. Establish your leadership group day one of training camp and let them set the standards. Let them you know, bring up the standards in practice as well and do all those things they need to do and, and allow that to really foster and build through training camp instead of trying to do it once the season begins. So I like the idea of them doing it now a bit more understated than trying to create this, you know, pomp and circumstance just to kind of appease fans. Well, let them hit the ice skating. What did you make of uh, JT, Elias, and
0: Thatcher being all in the room for Quinn Hughes's uh, presentation as captain of
1: the Canucks? They're there for their guy. And also, I think it's it's a sign that they have a leadership group because you heard Alvin and Talk had really mention JT Patterson and Damko and really saying that it's not just about Quinn. We have these other guys as well. All three of those guys could also have been named captain very easily. And I think what they're doing is making it very clear these are this is our core four leadership group. Yeah. We talk about our core four, you know, uh the organization does. I think those are the guys they always kind of refer to and seeing them all there back in their guy being together. Again, listen. Only thing only thing that's going to matter is what happens when the games begin. But at the very least, you're getting your ducks in a row.
0: Uh, we await uh, Quinn Hughes to join us here on uh, on Canucks Central, the captain of the Vancouver Canucks.
1: Uh, there's a comment here saying PD's contract status is why he can't be captain right now, not his demeanor. I don't buy that at all, and I, and I had a bit of a rant on this last week mm-hmm. as well. But I don't think Pedersen not being named captain has anything to do with his contract situation, nor do I think it should. Because, again... This is a huge year. Yeah. Even though Quinn's named captain, they have to have success. If there's no success, it's going to be very tough to keep this leadership group together. Yes. This this core of young guys together. That includes Quinn, and things are really going to go sideways, I think, if you don't make the playoffs this season. So I don't think it has anything to do with that. I think it has everything to do with they feel like Quinn is the best guy to be a leader. And I just wonder about Patterson himself, right? Super talented player. He said all the right things about, yes, I would embrace it, but I don't know if he truly wants to be the guy that has to answer questions all the time mm-hmm. to have that responsibility. And when you ask him about it, he kind of gives lukewarm answers towards it. I just don't think he—that that is something that he would love to do. And I don't think you should bestow it on somebody who doesn't want to do it. But I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with the contract situation, nor should it.
0: Yeah, and he's been very open about all of those things uh, when he was asked about it last year. Um, we'll continue this conversation with uh, the newest captain of the Vancouver Canucks. It is Quinn Hughes joining us now on Canuck Central. Thanks for this, Quinn. Uh, you're going to have to get used to the Quinn Hughes, captain of the Vancouver Canucks intro now.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> uh,
0: how's uh, how's the summer been overall? It's been a busy day, I know, but uh, how was your summer, and how are you feeling right now?
2: It was a good summer. I mean, um flew by nice and quick and thought I had lots of good training and feel pretty good right now going into camp. So um, looking forward to just getting going.
1: Well, and that's one of the things that we were just cha- kind of chatting about here, the fact that the organization stepped up and named you captain here before training camp. And it's very clear that a lot of the guys on the team have been very serious this offseason, getting here early. How good is it to, number one, be named captain, but also to kind of have it done ahead of training camp to allow you guys to really hit the ice skating this year?
2: Yeah I think um, that's the idea they kind of had, and it's obviously an incredible honor. I'm really excited about it, but um, also I'm saying that the number one important thing is for myself is being ready to go and doing everything I can um, to be ready to go. And I think the same thing goes to the team, and uh, as far as this, I think they not that they want to get out of the way, but just um, you know do it, and we can all move on and, and get ready and, um, for the first game of the year and have a great camp.
0: You know, we know uh, the starts of the season are going to be a, a big topic of conversation. They already were earlier today when you spoke with the main media, and they will be when you get to camp next week, but h- how do you hope to to lead a better or different path this year for the team?
2: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, you've seen a little bit of it already, just seeing guys here two weeks early, and you can see how hungry some guys are, and um, they want to have better better years this year, and um. At the end of the day, we we all want to be a part of a successful organization and be a successful player and be a winner, and that's what we're just going to try to strive through um, this year. But like I said this morning, um, you know, that just starts with game one and it starts with camp, and that's how we need to focus on it
1: well, and, and, you know, especially given everything that's happened the past few years, I think that that's the type of focus everybody wants to kind of hear about. And one of the things that was quite often discussed by management and people around the team was tr- tr- having guys raise a standard, having better self-preparation, having higher standards, practice habits and everything like that. And then when you talk to people around the team, they always point out guys like yourself, guys like Pedersen and JT being the hardest working guys. Uh, what's the responsibility like trying to raise those standards and how excited are you to be able to do those things?
2: I think they've been raised already, and you can see it in the skates. Uh, you know, even today we're skating after the um, announcement, and it's competitive out there. I mean, it's not just going there and messing around and everyone's feeling the puck and feeling good. It's, it's we're out there for a purpose. We're working hard, and we're we're um, getting ready for camp, not just out there for a Sunday skate. So that's uh, really exciting for me to see, and I know for Mills and one everyone's uh, on the same mindset there and pulling the rope together. And um, like I said, I think a lot of guys want to prove different things and have, uh, you know, bounced back their great years. And um, I think we can, but also in saying that, we just need to stop talking and get to work.
0: As captain, what do you feel your responsibilities are?
2: Um, It's a good question. I think my responsibilities are just being – someone that's always there for the group and that the group can rely on and know that's going to push the pace every single day in practice and in games. And I'm a really competitive guy, so I think I'm going to be able to do that. And as far as right now as captain, all I need to do is get myself in best possible shape and um, feeling the best I can for camp and for the first game of the season and trying to bring everyone along and making sure that they feel the best they can as well and and that they're ready.
1: I mean... You're right. We all have to wait and see what happens during a regular season and see, you know, whether the team can get off to a good start and have the success that you guys want to have. But at the same time, it seems like at the very least that there's better alignment in the organization, especially with management, the head coach. Uh, they've really put together the team they seem to want to have. They're investing in you guys and, and really enabling the next, next leadership group. Does it feel different at all in terms of, uh, let's say, the cohesiveness of the organization?
2: Yeah, it definitely feels like everyone's pulling the rope in the same direction. and um, Management and ownership and the coaches are doing everything they possibly can to give us the best possible chance to win and be successful this year. Um, also, I'm saying that as players and as a team, we're going to give ourselves the best possible chance to be successful as well, and that's why we're here we're in camp um, to do that. So everyone feels confident in, in um, you know, at least trying to do everything that we possibly can to be ready to go night one. And that's what we're trying to do. You
0: know, there was a, uh, it felt like the team really took a a harder look on the details of the game after Rick Tockett took over. And, you know, there was, uh, you know, statistically a, a big improvement uh, on the ice defensively as a group. How do you carry that into, into this year? And is it a big part of the focus um, as you hope to have a better start this season?
2: I think it's a massive part. And I think like you just said, details is an important word and I know that just speaking from footer and talk that um going through camp there's gonna be lots of details and people are gonna know what, what's expected for them and how we play and the pace we wanna play at and uh so I don't think that'll be an issue. I think you'll see definitely and hopefully where we picked off from last season and I think that um just going to camp that's gonna be the message is details and being ready to play and knowing, you know, each guy in and out, what what's expected from them.
1: And one of the things, too, that, you know, you kind of mentioned, you mentioned this to the main media as well. You've had leaders here in the past that that you've learned from and and talked about and and really seen. But at the same time now, when, you know, there is a new avenue being open, not only for yourself, but other guys to step in. Do you feel like it can create like a different vibe around the team? And is it exciting to be able to kind of create a new set of not only standards like we talked about, but also a new group and just a new vibe around the team?
2: Yeah, I think the new vibe's porn. There's been a lot of losing the last couple of years, and I think everyone's you know needs to come to camp just excited and happy to be there, which I know everyone is. And um, you can see it in practice. I mean, people are really enjoying um, the competition and really enjoying coming early, and you can feel the energy is a little bit different just with uh, like you said earlier with the coaching staff and management and how the structure's better. And um, yeah, so it's really exciting for sure.
0: What's the next evolution of your game, Quinn?
2: It's a good question. I uh I thought I had a really good summer and I'm hoping to just keep evolving. I mean, I say that every year and I said in the main media is I've gone better each and every year and I think that's in the summer. So I think this year just for me is getting off to a better start and getting out of camp, feeling healthy and feeling good and um, taking care of my body. And then um I'd like to score some more goals this year as well and Finding myself being more aggressive and um, attacking the middle of the ice more, where I can get mm-hmm. myself in spots where I can shoot and score from there.
1: And this is something that I, I know we discussed at some point last season about when when you take guys on, almost like when you break a guy down one on one, and it's like almost taking a guy on in basketball. You you have a very, I, mean, I wouldn't say always easy because in the NHL, but you get past it, the first guy really well. How how do you kind of create the mindset of like being more aggressive in those situations, and especially on the power play at times, getting a bit deeper? And because you get when you get one on one with the goalies, often more often than not, you're going to be able to get a pretty good shot off or a very good deke off.
2: Yeah, I think it's a multitude of things. I think one is just being not settling and being aggressive. Sometimes I settle for a good pass or something like that, but being aggressive and. Um, attacking pretty much the whole game, I think, is something that's a mindset that I've worked on. And then the second thing is um, energy level. I mean, when when I'm feeling good and I'm feeling fresh, I can feel like I can do whatever I want out there. But when I'm exhausted and tired, it's more where i got to pick my battles. So just taking care of my body a little bit more throughout the season so I can um, withstand those minutes, but also play at a fast pace, the pace I want to play at
0: you know, we were all, uh, hopeful to see Tanner Pearson get back into team workouts. And we've seen that here over the last uh, week or so. How's he looked and, uh, how good is it to see him out there with you guys?
2: He looks great. And he's, um, you know, someone that's won before and he's been here since I've been here. So he's a close teammate of mine. And, uh, we definitely missed him last year um, on the ice and in locker room and he looks really good. So it's, it's fun seeing him out there again and he looks great and, uh, yeah, so I'm sure he's really excited to start
1: the year. Uh, before we let you go, week one of the NFL season is in the books already. How's your fantasy team looking?
2: <laughs> I haven't even left it. <laughs> um last night, and then today I haven't looked, but it's a good question.
0: Well, now the guys are going to be uh, looking to you to set up the tee times uh, for the off days. So, uh, uh, Quinn, we uh, we really appreciate your time. Uh, all, all the best this season, and uh, congrats on being captain of the Vancouver Canucks.
1: Yeah, thank you, guys. I appreciate it.
0: Uh, There is uh, Quinn Hughes, the 15th captain in Vancouver Canucks history.
1: Yeah. And if you want to uh, know how serious they are this season, so Quinn had his media availability and we we were talking about, you know, having a pre-tape with him. It's like, no, he can't do a pre-tape after his media availability because he's got to get to the skate and he's got to practice. So he'll come on with you guys live at 305. So. They didn't even today the day he was named captain yep. it was like no I'm not taking my foot off the gas I'm going I have to go practice with the boys.
0: Uh so that's how the day went out and Quinn you know he's he's backed up a lot of what he's saying you know he's always you know outside of I guess his his sophomore season all we've really seen from Quinn is an upward trajectory right and to be that player you know to have the expectations on you as that player Already trending towards being the best uh, defenseman in franchise history, especially with the point totals he's put up. You stack his point totals up, especially his assists against any real defenseman in the history of the league. And it stacks up pretty well for any U24 player. But the next evolution is you know being part of a, a winning team, and that's really what you know him and Elias especially as two franchise cornerstones. That's the next box
1: they've got to tick as big time players in this league. Absolutely, and I mean as much as and you know even asking the question, it was very much you know like well we'll see what happens. I think we're all there, aren't we, Dan? Like, yeah. You know we can sit here and talk about good off season, good planning. I'm great, great that you named Quinn Hughes, the captain. You're you're turning it over to a new leadership group. All these positive things, right? You have your head coach in place that you believe in. Great. It's all fantastic. It's all good. Mm -hmm. But none of it matters unless you get off to a decent start. And I don't want to do this whole thing like none of this matters in terms of discussions up until the first game of the season. But it's like I'm not getting too excited about anything until I see what they do on the ice. That's kind of where it's at. You know what it is? Tick a box. Yeah. Check boxes and you don't get credit for doing your job you don't get credit for showing up ready to play you don't get credit for being serious in practice you don't get credit for being somebody who's wired properly you should be wired properly yeah. you should be ready to play you are playing in the national hockey league you should understand what this all means right all these things right so i don't want to get too excited about they're they're excited they're mm-hmm. here early they got a good mentality. Well, you're supposed to have a good mentality. Like, well, well, how low is the bar? You know what I mean? So you get credit for it in terms of, hey, it ticks a box, but it doesn't mean anything in terms of assuring success. You got you to gotta make sure you create that success for yourself. And that's something they have to do when the season begins. It's, um,
0: It's been a bit of a groundhog day each of the last three seasons with the way things have started. Like going back to the North Division year and how horribly that started and how horribly it continued the Mm -hmm. whole season through. Then there was the end of the Travis Green era, those first 25 games, how dark it got towards the end of that era, and then Bruce Boudreaux brought some fresh air into the room, and they had a strong finish to the season, but weren't able to carry that through because they fell flat on their face at the start of last season as well. And we heard the rumblings as soon as training camp started that, they weren't overly like management wasn't overly impressed with the mentality of the group of the overall group going into the season. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they started with that big winless skid right out of the gate. There seems to be a lot of better things going on right now that should theoretically lead to more success than what they've had in the past two seasons. But, you're absolutely right. You know, there, there's no sense in like yelling from the mountaintops that this is going to happen or this might happen. Like this team, it's it's put up or shut up time.
1: 100%. And I think the, under, I think the players themselves understand this. And that's why they, they themselves will preface like, hey, we, we still got to do this when the regular season begins. And, you know, when Rick Tockett spoke to Ian McIntyre a couple of weeks back, in the QA, which was up on sportsnet.ca, one of the things that Talk had mentioned was it's great. I, I hear the players say they're sick and tired of losing. They're sick and tired of being out early. They're sick and tired mm-hmm. of not being in the playoffs. But what are you going to do about it? Yeah. You're sick and tired of it? Show me how tired you are of it. Show me what you're going to do to make sure it's going to be different. And that's kind of where it's at. You can say all the right things. You can show up, you know, quote unquote, being ready. But when, you know, the, the proverbial chips are down, and they will be first game of the season, what, what's your. What's your where is your level at? Yeah. You know, what's your focus like and how serious are you as an organization? Uh, this uh, text 650 650 on the Dunbar Lumber
0: text message inbox from Nuck in the 6. Love the Quinn captaincy, great choice. The last Quinn got us one game away. Maybe this Quinn Gets the Canucks <laughs> over the hump.
1: That's one way to look at it. But yeah, yeah, it's it's good to be back. Thank, uh, thanks, a uh, knuck in the six for the kind words as well. Um, somebody asked, I wish you guys asked about the pressure of being a captain in a Canadian city. He was kind of asked. We we try to get not ask too many of the same questions. Like it asked during a media availability, mm-hmm. we try to change it up a bit because you don't want to hear the same things over and over again. And he well, was the as player doesn't
0: want to get asked the same question. over yeah, and Yeah, so again
1: we try too. to change it a bit. But he did address it, and one of the things he mentioned was he grew up playing hockey in Toronto and he knows what the pressure was like with the competitiveness of playing hockey there, but how people care in a Canadian market. And he would, you know, he loves being in a Canadian market. He embraces all the pressure and he says he doesn't have all the answers yet. And he's going to learn as he goes on and lean on a lot of the people and leaders who have been here in the past. I mean, I don't want to say cliche stuff, but it was just, you know, standard kind of answers about understanding how to be a captain. And honestly, giving a standard answer that doesn't, you know, put your foot in it. Yeah is is really all you got to do as a captain. You know, say the things people want to hear for the most part. And yeah, sometimes you got to be truthful. Sometimes you got to have some, you got to say something that people won't like to hear, or whatever it is. But you're kind of the PR person to some degree for the organization, for the team. So you, you try to say the, the least um, controversial thing possible by throwing bouquets yeah. to the fans at the same time.
0: Uh, we'll get to more of your texts and more thoughts on Quid Hughes being named the captain of the Vancouver Canucks. Frank Valley Of Daily Faceoff, our Monday Hockey Insider. He's back as well. We'll get to him next. His take on Quinn and how he sees Elias Patterson's contract situation playing out as well. That's coming up next on Canuck Central.